Probably. Are we situated? I'm situated. Okay, are we sit. <clears throat> Let's just have a moment of silence. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> I like my moments to be a little bit longer, but okay, we'll do, we do a longer moment of silence. Right, nice fire crack. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fire crackling in the background. That was really nice. Yeah, I think it just makes the the room feel warmer. Yeah, I'm so glad you got a fireplace. I'm so glad you bought me a Chromecast. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, should we get the show on the road? We should probably get this show on the road. Hello, I'm John. I'm John. And you're watching the 226. Episode number 10, where we talk about... Decision making. <laughs> I thought about it for a second, but... Um, yeah, it's been a while since oh, we've done this, I believe. I don't even know when the last one was, and that saddens me to a great deal. But I do know what we talked about in the last one. Time management. So... Uh, say it's been three months. <laughs> I did do a lot of things in the meantime, though. So did I. Uh, school kind of got in the way uh, with the podcasts. And then once school ended and Christmas break began, I started putting the videos online. Yeah. And I hope to be doing that more frequently now, now that we are uh, hopefully recording like once a week or so. Once a week is a good goal. Better <clears throat> than three a week, I think. Yeah, for sure. That, that was, was maybe insane. a little ambitious for what uh, what we had going on <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I don't know why we did that. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, it was fun trying to do Yeah, that it really and, was. Uh, we held ourselves for about two weeks three yeah, two or three yeah two and a half something like something, that yeah we tried to get a guest in there yeah. um, it was it was it was a very uh, eye-opening experience yeah like the discipline that's required to do something a number of times a week something of this like an hour-long podcast yeah. a number of times a week while working full-time or school Being full -time. a student yeah. and Having other trying to coach at the same time, video responsibilities, different jobs, so applying for different jobs. So once a week is uh, still going to require some discipline. Yeah, um, that's something I'm learning more about. I actually just bought this book called The Art of War or The War of Art, something like that. But it basically has the, the idea, art. the War of Art. Okay, yeah. it's just the idea that uh, artists struggle in their mm -hmm. in what they do. Yeah, and that it takes a lot of dedication and time to actually come up with something that uh, that they are satisfied with, so to speak. Maybe not happy with, but yeah. I, they can say, "I've I've did this." But it takes that, you know, another a great example, uh, Casey Neistat. Yeah, definitely. He was super cool, kind of influential to me now. Yeah, he uh, decided to do a vlog every single day, and it's like not. Two minute, three minute. No, things. we're saying like ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, of just things that he did through his day, and it was interesting, and it was engaging, yeah. and really what nice. you don't see is the stuff that went into all of that. Is the time yeah. it took to set up every shot, the time it took to edit, the time it took just to like process the video. Mm -hmm. I'm sure is. I know he got up at four thirty every single day to edit and run, and then I don't know how late he's up every day, but in the vlogs, like. Sometimes he's up for 26 hours. Oh my goodness. Like, it's ridiculous. Sometimes I'm up for 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, not even, not, not that much better. <laughs> not even, it's not even, like, we tried to get up and 
this semester we're trying to start running yeah. in the morning at five in the morning. Yep. And even it's that is really difficult. It you have to hard. hold yourself to it. Um, maybe that's a good segue into de- de- yeah. decision making. What made us decide to run? I think it's my doing. It started with you. My doing, yeah. So, in previous episodes, um, talked about running and kind of the journey I've taken on my running career as of far. Um, so I have three goals, three physical goals for 2017. First one is run a half marathon. So 13.3 miles, right? 13.1, I think. 13.1? I should know that. Whatever. I, I, after, it's been a while since I've run After it, 10, but. it's just kind of like, eh, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so run a half marathon, and then I'm going to do a sprint triathlon. Um, I'm not going to sprint it, but it, that just means it's shorter. So I think it's like three miles running, maybe 10, 15 miles biking. It's like a quarter like, mile. I think swimming. an eighth of a mile swimming. Oh, really? Like, okay. not that much. Um, but a completely different beast than just running. Oh yeah. So I got to work on cycling and swimming, swimming, which will be interesting. And then, uh, the third one, so we got half marathon, we got triathlon and, uh, my friends and I want to do race the lake, which is a 90 mile bike race around Lake Winnebago Lake, um, by Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, where I'm from. Yeah. So hopefully I do that. Uh, I will be able to get a, a road bike. I need that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think training for half marathon is going to help a lot too. But anyway, why why did I make this decision? Why am I bringing this upon myself? Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those decisions where I can definitely tell this will be good for me in the long run. No pun intended. It just will be. Like, um, I've set goals for myself like for weight loss before and such, you know? And I've met a couple, I've failed a lot, um, but I think making the decision to set goals um, that are just like, I can do this, or achievable things, I think is better So you're giving yourself, yourself little milestones that you can yeah. Yeah. hit as you run along. Yeah. No I pun intended. I, I did that on purpose. You did it on purpose. Of course, I did it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> you're witty. No, um, we no, should, you are. <laughs> we should get back to decision making, though. Um, hardest decision you're struggling with right now? Me? Yeah. Is uh, what I actually want to do with my degree hmm. after I graduate. Which degree? So I have an undergraduate in um, teaching math for high school, I think Mm -hmm. like five through 12. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't quite sure that I wanted to teach and I wasn't quite satisfied with um, my ability to teach. And so I went on to get my master's right away in part. I mean, if I told you that I knew exactly that I wanted to teach right away, I'd be lying to you because I mean, at least part of the reason why I got my master's is because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. It's kind of postponing that decision. And now with the last semester uh, upon us, I am faced with that decision again. So um, having another degree, a communication degree, a master's is going to give me a few more options, but I also have uh, a few more choices to make then. So that is the biggest decision that I'm going to have to make soon. I don't think I'm 
struggling or wrestling with it or really tormented by it mm -hmm. yet at least yeah. it's uh but i know it's one i'm gonna have to make i'm kind of leaning towards not teaching and doing something else but we'll see i kind of have to graduate first before any of those decisions take <laughs> baby steps intact. yeah <laughs> give myself little milestones to, to check off yeah so you kind of put off one decision <clears throat> yeah and made another yeah, but I did. in doing that, you complicated the decision you put off. Well, thanks for boosting my morale. Well, no, I, I've, I've done kidding. that too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's plenty a, of times. People do this all the time. Yeah, is they'll put off decisions that they don't want to make. Exactly. And it kind of takes them on a different road, and then eventually mm -hmm. you still have to make that decision, but you might have some complications as well. Yeah. I'm not upset with the choice I made. I, I, I mean, think that's good. You have to be able to live with yeah, the decisions. Yeah, it, it wasn't entirely a choice that hinged on me not knowing what I wanted to do with mm -hmm. my life. I was also really passionate about the material that I'm studying and that I am studying now. So, yeah, I actually just had a conversation at dinner with a good friend, and we were talking about decision making, specifically mm -hmm. just like what to do after college. Um, and we both came to the conclusion that neither of us want to make these really hard decisions and you kind of just weasel your way so you can hope that somehow something happens that makes the decision for you yeah so like you have three ways to go and two of those just fall through or, yeah. or you get one door gets blown right open and you're like okay yeah. here we go and you just yeah. get sucked right into yeah it, so. instead of like no downsides to any of them just picking mm -hmm. one way is so hard and i think what makes yeah. it harder is there's no strictly right or wrong decisions. Yes, it's not I mean, black there, or white. There are pros and cons, but it's not like me not teaching versus uh, me teaching is a decision that is uh, intrinsically good or bad. Yeah. It's gonna be, yeah. it's really my choice to make because mm -hmm. it's the, that's the direction mm -hmm. uh, that I would want to take my life. I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever used a pros and cons list to make a decision? No, I did start making yeah, lists I mean, after, uh, after after our list. time management. Yeah, <laughs> so I've, I've made lists actually quite a bit, and now I try to not daily, but a couple times a week, I'll have a day in front of me where I don't work and mm -hmm. I can just do homework and do some reading, and I'll block out all the stuff that I want to do, yeah. not like in exact order or exact time frame, mm -hmm. but this is the things that I want to do today. Yeah. And for the most part, I can hold myself to it. I mean, it's just giving yourself a little checklist. Yeah. And then sometimes I put things on the list that make it really, really easy to like cross something off. Cause that's <laughs> like a, I mean, that's a powerful thing to be able yeah. to like say, I accomplished something that I wanted to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes it the next step a little bit easier because yeah. you've already got the ball rolling. Sometimes I'm even guilty of putting things on the list that I've already done so I can just cross <laughs> I it off. I that it. too. feels so good. <laughs> Eat breakfast as I'm like eating my cereal right on this list. Yes! <laughs> got it. Best decision ever. And then you feel so bad because it's like the only thing on your list and then you cross it off and you're like, oh, I'll have to start over again. So I have to start over. Now I don't cross anything off until the list is complete. Oh, really? Almost complete. And then it looks like I'm actually making progress. It feels good then. Um, it's a, it's just something I've been trying and I think it's yielded some productivity. Yeah. I'm trying to read a lot more. That's good. I'm trying to be in the middle of like three or four books at the same time Ooh, and just do like I a chapter a day. It's really, I think it's easier to start with like one or two and just read a chapter a day. And then after that, 
or after a few books that you've gone mm-hmm. through, just doing it two chapters a day, one in each book, you can add a third one. Yeah. Um, you get faster at reading, you get more uh, interested in it, you get more used to it, mm-hmm. you start to develop a routine. That makes and, sense. Yeah. So that was a choice that I made, and it's kind of <laughs> give me some rewards, but now it's mostly just uh, doing my grad school work. So. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what I hate most about decision making. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what keeps coming to mind is making the decision. <laughs> so I don't, I don't mind the wrestling with it and mm-hmm. figuring things out and talking to people and getting opinions. Like I love talking to people about decisions I'm going to make and getting their opinion. It doesn't mean I'm going to listen to them. Yeah. That's an interesting component of like your identity even. Yeah. It's just the idea that the people around you, you get a lot of information about yourself through what they see in you or what mm-hmm. you think they see in you through yeah. your interactions with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I see. Hmm. That reminds me another good friend. I was asking, we're working on uh, this project, the most influential person in your life. And I had to give a talk about that to my class, to my communications mm-hmm. class. And I, I was, remember you wrestling with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a super hard decision. Like, I thought about this for a good two weeks. I wrote out, (laughs) like, massive piece of paper. I think 60 or 70 names all connected to me. Some people I've never even met but have influenced me in some way. And I'm just looking at every single one of these. And in my mind, I cannot pick one because they've all influenced me. And I don't view that as more or less or good or bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it was hard because it wasn't a morally good or bad decision. Yeah. Like I could, wasn't clear cut. Yeah, I could pick a family member, but I could also pick like this person who wrote a book, who just like changed my life, or a YouTuber I love to watch, who basically I took how I view college from, and things like that. So it's it's so I think the hardest way, the hardest decisions are the ones that aren't good or bad. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a lot more complicated when you have a multitude of decisions as well. Yeah. Like it's not this or that it's this, 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 or that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you can't flip a coin for that one. <laughs> no, no. I, I often wonder like, what if you just went through life and even with the hard decisions, you're just like, okay, I trust whatever's going to happen. It's going to happen. And you flip a coin mm-hmm. and you just do that. I think that's how a lot of great stories happen. I think that's by diving in and uh, just putting your full self into whatever the decision is. Because I think it's not so much the decision that changes you more than the drive and the things that happen or the ways you view yourself and your decision making process that happen because of a decision that you made. Yeah. I mean, of course, that varies depending on the situation, but Mm -hmm. depending on. Like if I decide to not be a teacher, mm-hmm. I don't think that I'll, how should I put this? I feel like that decision in particular won't change me as much as the fact that I made a decision in general mm-hmm. about that kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's a big deal. Like, that's a life-changing mm-hmm. decision. And me being able to say, I'm going to put my full self towards this or this. That's the real important part, not which direction you go. It's yes. the fact that you commit to one. That's what's more important. And what hurts is then leaving that other part of you behind. 
At least for me, like that's hard for me. Yeah. If it's a multiple passion type thing, like I have to pick oh. something I love. Yeah, because I feel like in I'm that case you might want to make like a. I've I've always wanted to be like I'm gonna make a compromise here. Like I'm gonna choose this, mm-hmm. and, but I'm I'm gonna make sure that I carve out a special time mm. to like like racing. Yeah. I, I love racing and I love yeah. just the simulation, the competitive nature of mm-hmm. it. Just anything about car racing just really is intriguing to me. And choosing grad school, I had to sacrifice a lot of that. Yeah. Like during the summer, I could practice a lot. I could, you know, even win a f- few races mm-hmm. on like a national. Yeah, I remember that. Like a, it was really, uh, really exciting. And then school starts, and I don't have the time that I need to be able to compete at that level. Yeah. Um, so. I have to say, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice this for now, but you know, down the road, I can, I can still make time for that. And even a, mm-hmm. once or twice a week, I can hop on and yeah. enjoy, enjoy it a little bit, even though it's not as competitive, it's still mm-hmm. making time for it and not sort of letting it go completely. Yeah. And see, I personally don't like making compromises. Like that's not a, my way or the highway thing. Mm-hmm. It's just. I have to be wholeheartedly going in a direction. Yeah. I can't just half-heartedly do a lot of things. And not saying you're doing that, but yeah. but that's just really hard for me to say, I'm going to do this, but I'm also going to like do this on the side. Because the doing it on the side is me not like living up to the full potential I know I have for something. Yeah. So like say like I chose like, I really either want to be a band director, a photographer, a video person, photojournalist, I don't know. But if I was a band director, I would not be able to do all the camera things I want to do yeah. at all. But I would absolutely love band directing. And, like, it's just these two things fighting against each other. And then if I chose, like, some sort of camera thing, like, music would still be able to part, be able to part of that, be able to be a part of that because media and such and that's just who I am I'm going to make music part of it but it wouldn't be to the full extent and that's why it's hard and those aren't two things that I can just compromise on yeah because I think the stakes are way too high yeah and implications just snowball and snowball because the further I go down one road the more I have to leave something else behind interesting so then it's it's like this balance of trying to do everything I love which is actually an essentially one giant compromise you know yeah it's so hard so you're caught in like this mental gymnastics yes of decision making yeah and then people are say oh maybe you could just drop something you know like don't work yourself so hard and uh <laughs> no <laughs> you are wrong <laughs> that is the hardest decision yes. ever like to fully drop something. Mm. I think that's one of the strategies I've heard from a few people uh, over the years is mm. when faced with a big sort of either or decision, yeah. like a flip a coin type thing, where there are two things that they're really passionate about or a choice that's going to change their life significantly. Um, and they're literally to the point of like, I'm just going to flip a coin because it, yeah. it doesn't, I just need to know, I just need to yeah. make a decision. Yeah. And a lot of times I feel like as soon as they flip the coin up in the air, you know which one you want it to land on. Yeah. It's like a subconscious, yeah. like you know it all along and it just doesn't come to the surface because you keep like playing it over and over and over mm-hmm. in your mind and keep 
and but as soon as the the coin flips in your air and you you realize that's what at stake is i'm either going to go completely this way or completely that way you know which one it is mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe i'll do that you have to push people to that point. You have to get them to flip the coin and then grab the coin out of the air and say, <laughs> what did you just think of? And that's what I guess I've always, whenever I've come to that kind of decision, I can kind of play it out in my head. And I know mm-hmm. like if I flip the coin and it's just a moment of like, okay, in these next five seconds, I will know whether I'm going to completely ax out this part of my life or completely go down this part. Or choose this or that. <laughs> and maybe it's not like that, that big of a decision. Maybe it's like, which class should I take? In which case, I usually am not pushed to that extreme. But in those decisions where it's been like, do I go to grad school or not? Yeah. And because I, I could, you know, have a career right now. I could be a teacher. I could have a, a salary and mm-hmm. be paying off my student loans. <laughs> instead. Instead, I am acquiring more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting another piece of paper on my wall. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, I remember it was going into my last semester of my undergrad. I had kind of decided already, I think I want to do this. But then there was also a big pull towards just go right to teaching. Yeah. Just go right to teaching. In the moment, I didn't realize that they were so unbalanced Mm -hmm. that I wanted to go to grad school so much. But because it seemed like they were both like very viable options and I really want to do both of these because I'm super passionate about teaching but also really curious about this other thing and I don't know if an opportunity like this is going to come up again so So, uh, it's kind of like you're driving down a road and that road is taking you to teaching but mm -hmm. every single sign on that road is for grad school yeah sort of and then you got to one it's like this is the last stop Mm -hmm. and it I mean, I had my blinker on a mile ahead because I knew exactly, I knew, I knew at that point, I was like, you know what, if I, looking back, realized that I like sacrificed this thing so that I could just go teach right away, something I can do afterwards, I guess maybe that was what swayed the decision more was it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like one way is going to go this way and just stay off that way forever. And this one's going to go the opposite Mm -hmm. direction that way to eternity it was like this one will come back and i will still have those opportunities in the future so it didn't really make sense to not to me at least yeah in that moment so at this point we've really only talked about personal decisions decisions that affect affect us and don't really have many implications for the people around us yeah like life changing decisions that really just mean something to you i mean of course it'll impact other people around you slightly but yeah but I mean like your decision to go to grad school mm-hmm. that's very personal mm-hmm. my decision to get up every morning at 5 and run yeah very personal so what about those decisions that you make and you know will affect like your close friends your family do you have an example of one that you're thinking about um I don't know if I've talked about this. I think, um, so like my dad got a call or like somewhere else wanted him to work for them. Yeah. And like moving to another state, that's a decision that affects our entire family. So obviously he's going to talk to family about it and figure that out and we're going to support him. But I mean, it also affects like his school that he's working at now. Yeah. Um, so that's, 
a couple hundred kids that he teaches mm -hmm. and what would happen to that program and then what would happen at the new place if he did accept so it's kind of like what's the sphere of influence in my uh, in my choice yeah who are the stakeholders in yeah. what I decide to do yeah interesting and then who do you care about the most yeah so it seems like this is really just adding more pieces to work with as you try to like put the puzzle together deciding which which way you want to go yeah. you're considering more things mm -hmm. as you make your decision correct when you think about how the decision will affect others that's another piece of information that you use to gauge which way you're going to go yeah that's when you start making sacrifices though yeah personal decisions you don't really make yeah now what's the difference between a compromise and a sacrifice See, I know it. I don't know if I can articulate it right on the spot. A compromise would be... I think they can be synonymous. At least oh. they can be. A compromise is something where you have two things, and it's not all one way or all the other way. You want to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, the extent to either de yep. depends, but yep. you're, you're not completely sacrificing everything else, whereas a sacrifice is more of a maybe a broader term to say like I can sacrifice all of that I can sacrifice a little bit of that which mm. would be the normal see compromise I view sacrifice as the all of that and then anything that is less than that is a compromise to me okay that's how I would define it either way yeah decision it's gonna happen yeah and sometimes there are things that you want to compromise but other factors outweigh that and you end up having to sacrifice it instead to use your yeah. understanding of the terms. Yeah, explain that more though. So let's say I have my family, I like let's say your dad's decision, your, mm -hmm. your dad, your, your family, um, and his choice to stay at the school he's at or to go to a different school. Mm -hmm. uh, a sacrifice might be um, pulling you out of the school you were in you go to another another high school. Mm -hmm. That would be. I mean, I guess it depends on whose perspective you're looking at. That's a good point. Um, maybe for him, he's still able to have his like. It, regardless of what decision he makes, he's still able to have a family there. But going yeah. one way uh, wouldn't completely eliminate. Like he's not leaving the family he's still able to have that. So it'd be more of a compromise if you were pulled in one direction, if some of his, if you, if yeah. like, if you were really wanting to stay, which I, I think you, your story, you, yeah, you wanted to, stay. you really wanted to stay yeah. at that high school. It would have been from his perspective, more of a compromise and more of a sacrifice to you. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas him going to a new school would be a sacrifice because he's literally cutting ties with yeah. the school he was at that makes sense um, and maybe some people who are not directly involved with either school that he could go to um, but that whose correspondence with might be significantly changed so mm -hmm. someone who's from the area that you're not going to completely lose touch with but moving to a new place might significantly decrease the times that you like interact with each other. Whereas staying might, you might have, that'd be more of a compromise, I would yeah. think. 
versus a sacrifice of an all or nothing. Mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to overthink those kinds of things as well. But it's not yeah. a, at the same time. It's also you need to think that you, much. You about need it. to think. It's a balancing act. You can't yeah, forget it about it completely, and you you can very easily overthink it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stakes are different for every yeah every situation, as yeah. I said before. Um, one one of my favorite things is life is gray. <laughs> yeah. Life is gray. Uh, just that very black and white decisions are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're rare. <laughs> yeah. It's only like the simple things that are like that, really. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got decisions that affect other people. How much do you let other people affect what decisions you make? This is a classic uh, dialect that we come across in communication all the is time. It yes. <laughs> it's the, the tension between being an individual on one end of the spectrum yeah. and being part of a group on another. Mm-hmm. It's like individuality versus um, group theories on its own. Togetherness. Relational dialectics, I yeah. think, is the, the one I'm going with. But mm-hmm. dialectics show up all over the place. Yeah. Every relationship you have with other people, and it's you have relationships with everyone that surrounds you in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. It might be very close, it might be very far away, but every relationship has this this tension and for some co-workers it might be very easy to maintain your individuality and not interact with them as much and you're, you're very it's very easy to manage that whereas other relationships might be very tricky especially if a decision like this one where you're trying to decide how much do i think about other people in this choice versus how much do i think about what mm-hmm. i want what's best for me something like that yeah. It's a very gray line, but it's uh, it's maybe not completely hashed out. It's not empirical. You can't like put a scale on it, like one to ten. How much do you think? You probably can't do that, but you can definitely feel the push and pull yeah. in either direction. So, yeah. I think that kind of decision—how much do I let other people influence me—really uh, depends on the person who's making the choice. Their level yes. of um, individuality or how much they need to be around other people. Yeah. And that's, that's so much deeper than an introvert extrovert mm-hmm. thing. Um, cause I'm an introvert, but I find myself, yeah, I still need interaction every once in a while. Oh yeah. Everyone does. Yeah. And some people, if they're not interacting with other people, they just feel drained. They feel drained. I don't know if that's how, is that how you Sometimes, feel? Sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm just by myself all day, <laughs> like driving, yeah, in a car. it's just awful. I need to talk to somebody. The worst is like on a Saturday when everyone is out doing something else. Uh, and I'm just, hey, okay, uh, here's this video I've watched 20 times today. <laughs> okay, jump core, take me away. <laughs> um, anyway, getting back to it. So, uh, what did I want to, come on, come on, come on, come on. This has never happened before. Are you at a loss for words right now? I am. <laughs> I think we're maybe maybe we can help. Are we? Were we talking about the push and pull between? Oh, 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 oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. So train even derailed. 
So when I have like a hard decision to make, just about everyone around me knows about that decision. Ah, uh, so you you thrive on that feedback yeah. from others. I'm always talking to people, whether I like it or not. Like I don't think, oh, I'm gonna tell this person about it. It's just it's on my mind. It comes out my mouth. Got it. And that's just how I am. And then. So it seems like you use those words and interactions to help you make your own choice. Yeah, kind of. But then... Classic oh, extrovert. <laughs> really <laughs> you know, is. No, it is. Not yeah, it's, yeah. Just, no. it's true. Um, but then the interesting thing is the different people you have around. So you have your advice givers. Mm-hmm. And you have the people who just kind of dodge. You have the people who try to apply directly to their life. Mm-hmm. And tell you a story of what they did and all this kind of stuff and it's very valuable Interesting. to get many v- different viewpoints on it so it seems like you've talked to enough people where you're able to categorize like what kind of responses they're able to give oh, yeah. and that, that's something I've never like considered or thought oh, really? <laughs> really. no because like, when I make decisions I'm usually like very very introspective about mm-hmm. it and I'll kind of consider things and I'll play out different mm-hmm. scenarios in my head and then I'll just make a decision like I didn't tell my parents that I was considering going to grad school until I'd after just dis- already decided it, right. or I was very close to deciding, mm-hmm. it, or I was very strongly going yeah. that way. So that's just the way. That's just the way I am. Like, See, yeah. I've even gotten to the point where I almost know who will give me which response. <laughs> so like, if I want someone to just tell me to do something, I'll go to one friend. If I want like deep, insightful advice, I'll go to another friend. If I need just like to ball my eyes out I'll go to a different friend interesting yeah and I think that that you know what you want out of the situation already before mm-hmm. you go to that person is also indicative of the idea that you already know what your what the decision is going to be yep. you know you, you kind of have a feeling for which one yeah. it's going to be the most fun thing then is like reaching out to a new person and Ooh, figuring and you out how have they to, react because I don't know yeah and like sometimes I do that be when I have a big decision I'm like okay I just met you like last week here we go we're gonna lay everything out to you we're gonna find out what kind of person you are and like ultimately I usually that's a lot of times how I make friends Interesting. is by talking about issues with people is that how we became then, friends no we became friends over Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey we should watch this movie it's kind of funny uh, it was the video about uh, humor, humorous filmmaking using. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Film. Edgar Allan Wright. Is yeah, that? Edgar yeah. Wright. Edgar Wright. Using film techniques as humor instead of just ad libbing yeah. celebrities as did, humor. Did I just put Edgar Allan Poe and Edgar Wright? I together? think so, but I'm not gonna <laughs> highlight it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> until I'll own up to that mistake. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a few more puns in there. We'll probably figure those out later. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar Allan Wright. <laughs> uh, yeah, sips tea. Ah, oh, man. Sometimes there are choices that you have to make daily. Like it's a a repeated action, like a repeated choice. Every Mm -hmm. day you have to like commit yourself to a certain goal. Like especially once you go down a certain road, you kind of have to sacrifice that other one for Mm -hmm. the sake of it. When you you recommit yourself to that every day, it's like not doing that would really mean that you haven't made the choice at all. Yes. So I feel like 
maybe something like a relationship. Like every day, you know, you might have ups and downs, but every day you like you choose that other person. Like yeah. I'm I'm committed to us. Mm-hmm. That's not a something that can be wishy you can be wishy washy on. And sometimes I think that's what causes some tension in relationships is people yeah. are kind of wavering back and forth like do I really want this and there's that indecisiveness there it caused tension in one of my mm-hmm. previous relationships yep like ultimately I had to make the decision to end it because it, it was all on me like mm-hmm. I wasn't constantly making that decision yeah and that was not fair to her yeah and I feel terrible about it <laughs> but at I the learned same a time, lot from if it. you you realize that that you were kind of wavering back and forth, like, mm-hmm. is this something I can, and you struggle to make that choice every time. At the same time, staying in that relationship also is a disservice. Yeah. Because you're now postponing something which isn't certain. I mean, I guess it's a lot easier to make choices like that once you've solidified your relationship or gotten mm-hmm. married or something like mm-hmm. um, But even in dating like you can't it it makes it much more complicated when you don't choose it's it's a choice yeah. you really it really is a choice yeah. is what it comes down to and you have to commit yourself to that mm-hmm. yeah i think those daily choices the first right away when you said that i was like okay so daily choices you're going to become numb to them mm-hmm. because you do it's them very so often to be which isn't necessarily a bad thing i don't think because if the numbness if you can is stay for a in good the routine, thing, yeah. yeah, if you make that routine, if you make that good habit, mm-hmm. then it's not even a decision anymore. It's just a part of you. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. And That's the committing aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Even if it's become subconscious. Yeah. And then it's when you don't do that. It's when you fail to make a good habit. It's when you fail to commit. So it's interesting, like committing yourself to that. It seems like you're kind of closing off your mind to the possibility of like alternatives. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what makes the decision-making process easier or more fluid. Uh, a solid commitment is what makes it more fluid, yeah. Interesting. Because a solid commitment is a choice. Mm-hmm. I've so, never thought about an instance where closing off my mind to options would be a beneficial thing to do. Yeah, because you try to be open-minded. That's just a big culture thing right now. Yeah is being open-minded and always seeing other sides. Hmm. So it's like the movie The Yes Man. He doesn't have any decisions. It's always yes. He always answers yes, sir. Always answers yes. Is this another movie that we have to put on our list of movies to watch? Probably. So that makes, what, 63? I thought we were at 65. Oh, probably. Did we forget about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Yes Man is a Jim Carrey movie. Okay. And he says yes to everything. And it takes him on this incredible journey. Interesting. But then also what happens when you say yes to everything, things will fall apart. Because not everything is a yes answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be hard to have every aspect of your life be a choice that you close your mind off to alternatives. I think that's a bad way to go about it. But I think uh, there are certain aspects about it. Like if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, you're going to want to make... Mm-hmm that commitment Better. and yeah. then th- that's it full mm-hmm. full committal yeah it's like that like religious things yeah. too like you fully commit you say this mm-hmm. is 
And then I think the same thing when it comes to personal life choices, which may or may not affect the people around you. Mm -hmm. So, um, like what to do with your life? What do you want? Like, what's your, what are your, your vocation? What do you want your vocation to be? Um, that's going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. And that's one where I think once you make that choice, I mean, at least for a while, say, I'm really going to commit to this and try to make this, this work, make this happen. Yes. Because that's how you're going to be, you know, productive Mm -hmm. or um, successful in that adventure in your life. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't work out and things really turn against you, then maybe you can then explore other opportunities. But yeah, decision making is really about the future. Mm-hmm. And then once you make that decision, you have to be able to be content. And contentment is very much a present thing. Mm-hmm. So like once you reach that, you just said, this is it. You have to own up to it. You have to live with it. Even if it was a poor decision in hindsight, yeah. we haven't even talked about poor decisions. <laughs> That's an entirely grad school. <laughs> We're running. <laughs> well, that one's always a good decision. Yeah, so it's the. Uh, we should talk about contentment in another episode. I think, I think you could spend a whole lifetime, a whole lifetime talking about that one. Just the idea that yeah. the the current circumstances, the things that are outside of your control. Okay. I'm going to be at peace with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a skill I think that takes practice to yeah. and it's a lot easier when those things aren't like directly oppositional to what uh, you stand for what you believe in yep. um, but yeah. like it's easy to be content uh, for example like as a Christian when there's like four or five different churches in town it's not uh, something that I really have to you know, stand up against. Whereas mm-hmm. like if I would go to China and try to live the same way, I'd be something I have to be very aware of. Yeah. So, um, those, uh, blessings are not to go overlooked. Yeah. Definitely. But, um, contentment. Definitely. Yeah. We could talk, we could talk about that <laughs> yeah, forever. We really it's could. completely different. Yeah. Um, and decisions kind of maybe the opposite. Decision. No, not the opposite. It's just a it's just a separate thread of yeah. Because contentment is not making a choice. I think. I think or do we you should, choose let's, to be let, content. No, let's leave that for another episode. Should we? Talk I don't want to tackle that right now. Okay. Because I don't know. I feel like contentment is still a choice, though. Yes, and then see, my thing is, I I have a hard time with people just flip flop back and forth between two things all the yeah. time, and like. If a teacher makes one decision, stick with that decision. Uh-huh. Don't go back to the other. And then the teachers that do, everyone gets frustrated with. You know? Got it. And that's just, that's a big culture thing right now too, because when you do that, people think you're less authentic. You're less real with yourself yeah. and you're just kind of trying to play to other people. Mm-hmm. I think that does show through in decisions uh, when you let other people influence your decisions too much. Oh, yes. So yes. that's another part of that. Uh, dialectic that kind of comes back. Mm-hmm. It's like that either extreme. Whereas yeah. I might be more towards one where I just, you know, like Goodwill Hunting in that movie. He just his he, 
he just leaves. <laughs> he just picks up and leaves, doesn't tell anyone, yeah. he just makes the choice and goes. And I guess they had kind of talked about it before, so it was like an interesting storytelling yeah. uh, tactic, but just left. <laughs> yeah, and I, I couldn't do that. I'd have to talk to everyone. I th- see, I think I'm the kind of person that could just... I don't think I will, mm-hmm. but I think that I'm that kind of person. Like, I'm just going to... All of a sudden, like someday, I'm gonna have some big choice. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm doing this." Hmm. That's it. That's really <laughs> like I already made the decision. Like it's already Man. happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about? It? <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how I am is yeah. with my decisions. Um, that's very interesting. Um, unless, I mean, of course, the decision like really involves the yeah. person. I feel like I hope I wouldn't be the kind of person to leave them out of the loop yeah. when especially if they would have like a say in it but mm-hmm. if it comes to those things like eventually I'm going to make this choice about whether I want to teach or go and do something else for mm-hmm. at least a little bit yeah I'm just going to make that decision and then there it'll be mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll put all myself towards it so yeah. we should wrap up I think uh should we should we end where we began? The running decision. The running decision. It's kind of an ongoing decision. It's an everyday decision. It's a choice that you have to make every time you wake up at five o'clock and say, "Oh, okay." Yep. yep. And don't make me make that noise again. <laughs> and I'm I'm learning to always say yes to running. So I'm trying to become numb to no. <laughs> <laughs> it takes about five miles, but then you start going to it. Try twenty. Twenty. <laughs> Goodness, my legs turn off at like five. And it's oh, like, I don't care anymore. I, I was not talking about running. I was talking oh. about the, the theoretical road we've been using the oh, entire episode. Yeah. Make decisions. Just do it. Commit to them. Be content with your decision. It's all gray. It's okay. That was good. It's like we scripted it. It really was. Are we going to talk about... Uh, what are we going to talk about next week? We've talked about contentment and how we need to talk about that. I think we might have a list from back in October as well. I don't know yeah, if you can do. find that. Um, this is the wrong notebook, but I'll look through it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my notebook that I just write down all sorts of thoughts in. Um, we could talk about reading. Have we done that? No, but I would love to. I mean, reading? a couple books, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do that. reading. You know what? And that maybe is- we'll change our mind. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we won't make a choice. <laughs> but we'll be content with the one we choose. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah. I think we're running out of time. I think so, too. This but is John. This is John. This is the 226. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.